0: Stop 2, the Museum Building. The museum is a maze of small rooms, including a theater, which shows a 12 minute introductory film. Just inside the door, hanging from the wall to your right, is a reproduction fireback pattern. The pattern is a carved wooden form that would have been pressed into the sand to create a mold in which to pour molten iron. This reproduction pattern is not from Saugus. The original is from Sussex, England. The carving illustrates a blast furnace, iron-making tools, and the founder who operated the furnace. The founder of this furnace is Richard Leonard. The iron-making skills of the Leonards were brought to Saugus with the construction of the ironworks. Well into the 19th century, the Leonard family and ironmaking were one in the same. Facing the pattern, turn left and proceed west. To your left are some blacksmith tools, an anvil on a wooden stump, and above it hang some tools including a hammer, swage for rounding, and tongs. Using iron tools like these, blacksmiths would forge sagas iron into the many tools needed by the inhabitants of the new colony. As you follow this wall, there is a mock fireplace with an and iron and cooking tools. To the right of the fireplace hang many reproduction tools. These are based upon fragments found during the archaeological investigation of the site. A two-man cross-cut saw would be used to cut cordwood into three or four-foot lengths, a small goose-wing axe, a hammer, Fro for splitting wood, a pick or mine bill, and a spade were all tools important to sustain the ironworks and the local economy. Further along this wall, a glass case encloses many Native American tools such as fragments of clay cooking pots and a variety of stone tools including a stone adze, stone knives, fishing weights, a stone axe, cutting tools, and projectile points. Just on the other side of this glass case, another bay includes other glass cases which have displays of iron farm tools and cooking implements. When facing the Native American display, the theater entrance is just a few steps to your right. As you enter, you are facing north. The theater has many chairs in the center. In the northwest corner of this room are four buttons that will begin the introductory program in one of four languages. English is the top left button. Exit the theater through the same door you entered. Upon leaving the theater, there is a short wall on your left. Turn left to proceed through additional exhibits including original parts from the blast furnace, forge and slitting mill. Some of the items include the 17th century furnace water wheel fragments, an iron tube, or tuyere, that brought air from the billows into the furnace, and an original iron cam that operated the bellows. The forge exhibit includes an original 500-pound hammer and anvil base. A bench on which slit rod or nail rod would be bundled as part of the slitting mill exhibit. Proceed through the exhibits to the southeast of the building, where you will exit the museum. Wallace Nutting's restoration of the ironworks house inspired efforts to restore the ironworks site. Local citizens formed the first Ironworks Association in 1943. With funds from the American Iron and Steel Institute, archaeologist Roland Wells Robbins began digging in 1948. Over the next few years, he and his team unearthed the outlines of the principal structures and the remains of the blast furnace, a 500-pound hammerhead, a large section of a water wheel, and thousands of other artifacts. By 1951, a reconstruction project was underway. Workers from civil engineers to leather craftsmen relied on Robbins' archaeological finds, colonial documents, and 17th-century English descriptions of ironworks to recreate the Saugus works. The site was opened to the public in 1954 and transferred to the National Park Service in 1968. Upon leaving the exit of the museum building, you will be facing east, turn right, and descend the short concrete ramp. Turn left on the stone dust pathway and head east for about 55 feet. Bear left and follow the pathway northeast for 100 feet. This brings you to a path that runs adjacent to the stone wall that runs along the embankment. Turn to the north and in 75 feet, you will enter the oak planked charging bridge with oak rails on each side. The charging bridge projects eastward and ends at the top of the stone furnace where there is a circular stone structure similar to a well projecting from the stone furnace. This is the charging hole. A five foot tall pine windscreen surrounds the perimeter of the furnace. Walk out to the charging hole.